This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za. Dr. Peter Hammond is the founder of Frontline Fellowship, the Reformation Society, Africa Christian Action, and the William Carey Bible Institute. Good morning, Dr. Hammond. What a pleasure having you on a beautiful Sunshine Friday. Yes, uh, thank you, Brad. And it's such a great time of year. We just love the season leading up to Christmas mm. and all that it stands for as we celebrate the advent of our Lord Jesus Christ. And it's so important to recognize that our Lord was promised before through the prophets, and he fulfilled so many hundreds of prophecies with his coming to earth. And uh, this season, it's just so important to to point out to people who Jesus is and what the Bible prophesied about him and how he fulfilled it. Careful investigations always encourage, because there's nothing wrong with being cautious and careful, especially when it comes to eternal matters. And there's a lot of fake news, there's mm. fake history, there's fake elections, there's fake pandemics, there's fake cures, there's all kinds of fake out there, and truth should not fear investigation. We should not be gullible. Uh, there's far too much superstition and ignorance in the world, and we should carefully investigate the facts and establish what the truth is, mm. and we need to have courage to face the facts. Christianity does not require anyone to take a blind leap into the dark. It's more like an intelligent step into light. False religions would require blind faith. But Christianity is a response to facts. We don't promote faith and faith, but faith and facts. Hmm. It's not the amount of faith you have, it's where you place your faith. And in Romans 1, verse 2 to 4, we read, which he promised before through the prophets and the Holy Scriptures concerning his Son, Jesus Christ the Lord, was born of the seed of David according to flesh, declared to be the Son of God with power, according to the spirit of holiness by the resurrection from the dead. And we see so many cases in the Bible where the disciples were actually skeptical. Thomas said, unless I see in his hands the print of the nails and put my finger into the print of the nails and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. And when Thomas was confronted with the risen Lord, he dedicated the rest of his life to proclaiming the truth of the resurrected Messiah. And Thomas died planting churches in India. Mm. And the Bar Thomas churches are still in India to this day. Of the 26 books in the world that claim to be some kind of holy book, specific prophecies concerning the future are basically absent. You won't find specific predictive prophecies in the writings of Buddha and Lao Tzu or Confucius. The reason for the lack of prophecies is that that requires supernatural ability, and the Bible is a unique book in every way. From the Old Testament alone, more than 2,000 specific prophecies have already been fulfilled. And 333 of these prophecies concerned the Messiah and were fulfilled in the first coming of our Lord Jesus, and others, of course, will be fulfilled at the second coming. And uh, I I remember conducting an outreach in Hilbra where I met with two Jewish young people who claimed they were waiting for the promised Messiah, which is quite rare because most Jewish people are quite secular, but these were religious Jews who were obviously enthusiastically waiting for the Messiah. So I read to them from Isaiah 53 and Psalm 22. Mm. And I said, who do you think these pastors are referring to? And I said, well, obviously you're talking about Jesus of Nazareth, but that's from your New Testament. I said, no, uh, the two passages I've just read mm. to you are from your Bible, the Old Testament. Wow. Psalm 22 was written by King David a thousand years before the birth of Christ, and Isaiah 53 was 
written by the prophet Isaiah some 600 years before the coming of Christ. And they were shocked and handed the Bible so they could read for themselves. But <laughs> it just a few of the magnificent prophecies fulfilled uh, by our, our Lord. You know, just think of how there's no doubt that the Old Testament is the Word of God, but it was incomplete. It spoke of a king from the line of David, whose kingdom would never end. Mm. It spoke of all the families of the nations of the earth being blessed by the seed of Abraham. It spoke of a prophet like Moses arising from among the people whose teaching would be unparalleled. It spoke of the servant of the Lord whose death would atone for the sins of his people, of one who would make a new covenant between God and man, who would put the Spirit of the Lord into the hearts of men so that they would know God personally, that they would have their sins wiped out. It spoke of a stone which the builders would reject and despise, but which would become the chief cornerstone. It spoke of one like the Son of Man who would receive authority, honor, and royal power so that the people of all nations, races, and language would serve him. It spoke of a priest of the order of Melchizedek, whom the Almighty would call Lord and welcome to his throne. It spoke of a coming Messiah who would be born of the tribe of Judah, from David's line, in Bethlehem, who would be despised and rejected by the very people he came amongst. He would die amongst wicked pe- people, his tomb would be supplied by a rich man, yet he would live again forever, and the Lord's purposes would succeed through him. Now, all of this was fulfilled by Christ. And more were fulfilled in just one historic person. Mm. A baby born a king, destined to die, that we may receive eternal life. And the Bible says in Isaiah 46, verse 9, Remember the former things of old, for I am God and there is no other. I am God and there is none like me, declaring the end from the beginning and from ancient times, things that were not yet. And so the Old Testament proclaims Christ, and there are so many pastures that speak of Christ. For example, just the festivals. The Levitical festivals and feasts of the Old Covenant are fulfilled in Christ. The Passover is fulfilled in the death of Christ. The Feast of First Fruits is fulfilled in the resurrection of Christ from the dead. The Feast of Pentecost is fulfilled in the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. There are so many prophecies that the Messiah would be born of the seed of a woman, born of a virgin, a descendant of Abraham, of the line of Isaac, a descendant from Jacob, from the tribe of Judah, from the family of Jesse, by the house of David. The Messiah would be born in Bethlehem. He would be presented gifts from kings. Mm-hmm. There would be a lamentation for slain children. He would be called Lord. He shall be a prophet. He shall be a priest. He shall be judge. He shall be king. The Messiah would have a special anointing of the Holy Spirit. He would be preceded by a messenger to prepare the way in the wilderness. His ministry would begin in Galilee. Mm. He would work miracles. He would teach in parables. He would enter Jerusalem on a donkey. He would enter the temple. He would be zealous for God's house. He would become a stone of stumbling. He would be betrayed by a friend, betrayed for 30 pieces of silver, and the blood money would be thrown into God's house. He would be forsaken by his disciples, accused by false witnesses. He would be silent before his accusers. He would be wounded and bruised and beaten and abused and bruised. He would be mocked. His hands and his feet would be pierced. He would be executed with thieves. He would intercede for his persecutors. He would be rejected by his own people. Mm. His friends would stand afar off. People would shake their heads at him. His garment would be gambled for. Gall and vinegar would be offered to him. He would cry out, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? He would commit the spirit to God. 
None of his bones would be broken, but his side would be pierced. His heart would break. There would be darkness over the land. He would be buried in the rich man's tomb. Yet he would rise from the dead. He would ascend on high. He would be seated at the right hand of God. And many Gentiles, including kings, would come to his light, and he would return again. And there are so many prophecies, and I, I've just, of course, given the highlights, because mm. the four verses on, I've actually got a whole article called Promise the Fall Through the Prophets, giving detailed uh, listings of these 300 Old Testament prophecies fulfilled in the life and ministry of our Lord. The place of his birth, the time of his birth, the unique man of his birth, the man of his death, and so much more were prophesied in great detail from 500 to over 1,000 years before his birth, and all fulfilled in Christ, establishing a strong, solid confirmation of his credentials. To him all the prophets witness. Jesus is the seed of the woman. Mm. He is born of a virgin, Emmanuel, the son of God, the son of Abraham, the son of David, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the mm. prophet, priest, and king, eternal judge. He made the blind see. He made the deaf to hear. He made the lame to walk and the dumb to sing for joy. He cleansed the leopards, healed the sick, and raised the dead. He taught in parables, and at that point in time, he entered Jerusalem on a donkey, and he suddenly came to his temple. He cleansed it. He became a rock of offense and a stone of stumbling for the Jews. He became a light for the Gentiles. He was betrayed by a friend for 30 pieces of silver, forsaken by his disciples, abused by false witnesses, wounded, bruised, smitten, spat on, mocked and crucified. Yet he rose from the dead. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of God the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. So this season we can proclaim he is the King of kings, he is the Lord of lords, he is the eternal judge before whom each one of us will stand. Mm. Jesus Christ is the Messiah, the Son of the living God, the fulfillment of all Old Testament prophecies. I've got this and many other articles like it on our livingstonfellowship.co.za website and encourage people to look at the facts, look at the prophecies, and remind people of the depth of credentials of our Lord Jesus Christ. Remember whose birthday we're celebrating mm. and who is the reason for the season. We love that. Immensely powerful. And uh, I've got it, uh, that website open that Dr. Peter Hammond is referring to. It's livingstonfellowship.co.za. Go and uh, have a visit there. Dr. Peter Hammond, we so appreciate your input. And a uh, few things are better in a Christian perspective when we can, uh, as you've done, just fill it up to the brim with Scripture. And we're grateful for that. Uh, thanks so much. Here's to a beautiful weekend. Enjoy the sunshine. And thanks so much for an incredible contribution. Thank you, Brad. And may you all enjoy a God-centered Christmas and a Christ-honoring New Year. Hey, hallelujah. Until we connect again. Thanks, Dr. Hammond. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 729 AM. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za.